Welcome to the Eric Metaxas Show. It's the show featuring Go-Go the Chimp. Nothing like a chimp to liven up the radio show. <laughs> Easy there. Go-Go, Go-Go. No, Go-Go, no! Hey there, folks. Welcome to the show. Um, I planned uh, to have as my guest today uh, our friend Dick Morris, but I did not plan uh, to have Dick Morris here Following what happened yesterday, I'm very glad uh, that after this fourth indictment of President Trump, I have someone that I trust to ask about it. Dick Morris, welcome. And uh, help us make sense of what in the world is happening in the United States of America at this time. Well, we're really in danger of becoming a judocracy as opposed to a democracy. Uh, government run by judges. Yeah. And uh, I would say the justice system, but it's not. It's individual judges working for the administration. Uh, the Biden has decided he can't defeat Trump in the election, so he's going to defeat him in the courts. And But uh, first of all, do you even think that Biden is running? It was my, my theory oh, would be that we have people behind the scenes in the Democratic Party who, who know that Trump is their worst nightmare, and they will do and are doing anything uh, to stop him. But make from, no mistake, from this running. is run by Joe Biden. Uh, he's not addled. He's not. Uh, I am surprised, honestly, to to hear you say that. I would think that uh, behind the scenes, it's Obama. We, we it's anybody change, but Biden. We need to change our image of Biden. He's mean. He's nasty. He's uh, surly, and uh, and he's dictatorial. And um, he knows and he desperately needs this job, uh, not for the prestige, but for the money. Um, Biden's net worth when he entered the, pre- the presidency, no, I'm sorry, when he, uh, the year after he left the vice presidency, his net worth was $27,000. He never made any money. He served for 36 years in the Senate, was the poorest senator. Then when he left, when he became vice president, he made a little more. And then in 2017, when he left the vice presidency, he made a total killing. He made $15 million in one year. And most, and God knows how much more that he didn't declare. And uh, most of it was bribery. And uh, he needs to continue that. He needs two things. He needs a continuous flow of bribes. And he also needs to get the, to do what the Chinese want, so they, they will cover it up for him and not turn him in. And uh, I think that that's what you're looking at here. It's no surprise, really. The, the issue is what will happen. Uh, I, think that, I think the other point that's worth making here is that this indictment breaks entirely new grounds because what happened was that in 2018, Stacey Abrams ran for governor, Democrat, and she came very close to winning against Kemp. And, uh, but the, there were a lot of votes that, uh, that she claims were suppressed, blacks who couldn't vote. So she sued, and the litigation went on for two years, and finally the state settled, and they came up with a consent decree. And the key thing in the consent decree was that they would not scrutinize signatures very thoroughly of people who were absentee or voting by mail. Uh, the statute required for two verifications, and they cut it back to one, and they sharply limited the grounds for with that where a signature could be tossed out. And under those new rules, they conducted the election of 2020. And when Trump lost the state, he realized there was 
there was a fraud involved. And he sent investigators down to check it out, Rudy Giuliani, Sidney Powell, and a bunch of others. And now they are all being indicted uh, because they uh, dared to question the results and uh, to audit the results, really. And uh, the Trump is accused of attempting to, to overcome the verdict of the voters. In fact, what he was really doing was ascertaining the verdict of the voters by insisting on an accurate count and sending his own people down to do that. Well, there's little doubt uh, in the world in which I live that that's the case. Um, the question is, what do you think will happen? I actually had the privilege of being with the president about a week ago uh, in Bedminster, and his spirits, this was following the third indictment, are just magnificent. Yeah, I mean, I'm so impressed by his uh, extraordinary, um, you know, happy warrior spirit. Uh, he's combative, but but joyful, upbeat, honest, uh, yeah. feisty in I've, the best way. I've used the Al Smith line that he's a happy warrior. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he is. Uh, What's going to happen is predictable and deplorable. Uh, he's going to be convicted in Georgia. He's going to be convicted in D.C. <clears throat> he's probably going to be convicted in New York. New York probably without a serious criminal implication. And uh, in Georgia and in D.C., he's going to face a all-Democrat jury uh, that's going to convict him routinely. Then the judge will impose a gag order on him. Uh, that he's not allowed to speak about the injustice. And Donald Trump is not obeying any bad gag order, particularly when he's running for president. And he will be held in contempt of court, and he will be jailed. <coughs> Donald now, Trump if anybody be- but Dick Morris were saying this, uh, I would be tempted not to believe it. But you are, 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 you're sitting here and you're telling me that you actually think that this will happen, that Donald Trump will be jailed? Yes. I think you have to see this entire process as a deliberate a- attempt to stack the election. Well, first, there's no, no, there's first, no doubt about yeah, that, Dick. There's no on. doubt about that. First, yeah. they steal it. Yeah. Then if you complain about it, they indict you. Right. Then they indict you in front of a Democratic jury. Right. Then when you complain about that, they impose a gag order. Right. Then when you violate that, they lock you. They say you're in contempt of court. Right. And he will actually have to run for president of the United States from jail. You're going to see him addressing the country from jail. You're going to see him doing videos from prison. Do you think he knows this? Yes. He knows this? I think he does. I haven't said it explicitly to him, but I think he understands it. He understands that they will stop at nothing to defeat him. And he understands that his supporters will stop at nothing to elect him. Um, this is very sobering. Um, that's putting it mildly. This is deeply, deeply disturbing uh, for anyone who loves America. Um, you don't need to be pro-Trump to be sickened by the spectacle of a party that has thrown uh, not just our traditions but our laws uh, and our values um, uh, away and is willing to go to these lengths. It's, yes. it's horrifying. I mean, if my side had done it, if Trump had done it to his political enemies, I would be speaking out against yeah. it. I would be so disgusted. We did during Nixon. 
where he did the same, where he, not the same thing, but he had his enemies list, he had IRS audits, he had all kinds of things. And I mean, but that's kids' play compared to what we're talking about. It certainly is. Look, we have to realize the gravity and the magnitude of the threat we're facing. And for what? To get, right, to get abortion, to get gun, racial equity, uh, to get uh, tougher gun controls? What is in that platform that's so damned important that they're willing to overthrow the governments of the United States? Well, I, I, I think that we all know that it, it has less to do with those things than it has to do with an addiction to power, that they, they really don't believe in anything other than power. And so it's an atheistic, well, communistic version of reality. But in Biden's case, it's something else. It's a fear of, the, of going to prison himself. Uh, he knows that if he loses this election, the loser of this election will be in prison. Uh, if it's Trump, it's because of contempt. And if it's Biden, it'll be because of the prosecution for bribery. And I think that what Biden's more afraid of than anything is that the Chinese will turn on him and, uh, and elaborate where that money came from. And I think that, do you remember when the Moscow, when the uh, Russia, Russia, Russia hoax was going on? I think I do. The reason that the FBI intervened is they said that, uh, Trump would be compromised because Russia could always right. turn up. Right. And that's what's happening here. Right. That was the hoax, and this is the reality. Folks, I'm talking to Dick Morris. You can find him and should find him at dickmorris.com. We'll be right back. Rock the boat. Don't rock the boat, baby. Rock the boat. I don't tip the boat over. Rock the boat. I don't rock the boat, baby. Rock the boat. We're doing a campaign for food for the poor. Actually, I take that back. It begins today, Monday, July 31st. People who listen to this program know that we partner with food for the poor. They are total heroes. Food for the poor steps up because there is always there are always hurricanes flooding other natural disasters at this time of year. So uh, because of poverty or collapsed infrastructure in a lot of these countries. By the way, in case you didn't know, America is an amazing country. These other countries do not have a lot of infrastructure. So we need to step up. Those of us uh, who have the ability to step up, I want to encourage you to go to metaxastalk.com and give what you can. Uh, let's get a good start. Go to metaxastalk.com. Do what you can, uh, or just text Eric to 91999. Please uh, uh, do this. Text Eric to 91999 or phone Eight four four eight six three hope eight four four eight six three hope eight four four eight six three hope. Welcome back, folks. Uh, this is the Eric and Taxes Show, and I have as my guest my friend Dick Morris. Dick, you just said on this program that you believe genuinely, firmly, um, that President Trump will be convicted. Um, and this is all sham justice, but he will be convicted uh, that there will be a gag order. He will flout the gag order because he's running for president and he will uh, be imprisoned. That is a very, very dramatic statement, much less development if and when it happens. Um, do you see any other way forward? Because I think most Americans, even who aren't pro-Trump, are surprised that the Democrats would go to these lengths, that they would save these things up, 
these several years for just when Trump would be running for president? I mean, it looks like a put-up job. Yeah, it is. is a put-up job. But I think many Americans who wouldn't have been particularly pro-Trump are, are seeing this and are being disturbed by it because this is their country. Yeah. I think we all ought to be, and I think the people are. Uh, I think that uh, Trump's rise in the polls with each indictment uh, indicates that. I think that uh, people are beginning to really understand the depravity of the Democratic Party, and they're beginning to understand that they will stop at nothing to destroy Donald Trump. And it's a visceral hatred. Uh, It's the credit to the Secret Service that he's alive. But uh, I think that that they will stop at nothing, and they will take it to the next step. Look, this judge in uh, Atlanta, no, in, in D.C., Shutkin, C-H-U-T-K-A-N, she was effectively Hunter Biden's law partner. She comes from the firm of Boys, B-O-I-S, I think it's Boys Allen, the top Democratic law firm, David Boys. And uh, she was partner there for 10 years. And for four years, Hunter Biden was of counsel to that law firm. So effectively, she was Hunter Biden's law partner. And Hunter Biden got Burisma to get boys to represent them in America. And Burisma paid the boys' law firm, Shutkin there, $250,000 legal fee to represent them in the United States. So this is as close as you can possibly get to the core of the democratic corruption. And the concept that she's going to in any way be impartial is absurd. And that's just the D.C. indictment. Now, I guess uh, the question is, can the Republicans in Congress do anything about this? Yes, I believe that the the Republican House will impeach Biden. I think that it'll take a little while. It'll be a a series of hearings. I do not think the Senate will convict him. I think he'll be acquitted. But I think there will be an impeachment. And in the impeachment, all of the evidence of Biden's corruption will come out and be thoroughly documented, and the people will understand it. And that, in a curious sense, will redouble the importance of their locking Trump up, because the less electable Biden gets, the more it becomes imperative to get rid of Trump. There's an aspect to the Biden corruption I'd like to explore for a second. It is not so much what... Biden got from China that's troubling me. It's what China got from Biden that's troubling me. The other half of the quid pro quo. They got immunity from whatever their role was in COVID. Nobody investigated. Nobody. They didn't allow inspectors into Wuhan. The lab was closed and Biden did nothing to stop that. And and so just to be clear, you actually are saying that you believe that this is because they paid money to Joe Biden and that Joe Biden did not enact what any good president would have enacted so that he has that he is bought by the Chinese. Yes. And there's a list of things. There's that's the big thing. Uh, If if it were Trump, he would have imposed sanctions on China. He would have increased tariffs. He would have initiated an investigation, uh, all kinds of stuff. Instead, Biden did nothing. And his head of the FBI said he believes it was a lab leak. 
Now, leak is a euphemism. I do not believe it was a lab leak. I believe this was a biological weapon the Chinese military developed and decided to deploy. Okay, so let, we've got to be clear. The Chinese murdered millions of Americans and others around the world. The Chinese did that, and Biden aided and abetted them in getting away with it. Well, took no action to stop them. Now, that's only one of the things. The second thing is that the if you look back at the Biden years in the future and say, what is the major harm he did to America? It would be that the dollar lost its role as the global currency. And China is going through BRICS, setting up an alternate structure involving Brazil, Russia, India, and China. And they're issuing their own currency. They'll announce it in a week or two based on gold. And the dollar is going to lose its status as the global currency. He's sitting back and letting that happen. He got up. Uh, he's he allowed. He's allowing Cuba to become a military base. The same thing that Kennedy almost went to war to stop. He's um, he's let China acquire a monopoly of rare earth minerals throughout the country, throughout the world, and is uh, allowing China to go around making deals with countries around the world under its Belt and Road Initiative. Has there ever been anyone? even to come close to the corruption and the malice of Joe Biden toward his country. I'm, as I hear you say these things, I'm, I'm staggered. Yeah. I, I can hardly believe uh, it. it it's, it's, it's unprecedented. But I'm not finished yet. Uh, he, uh, I believe that his intervention in Ukraine may well have been motivated by the bribes he got from Ukraine. Uh, because the the, the, the nexus, the, I don't have evidence of that, but I think that would be an important place to look. Uh, I believe that uh, that the surrender of the U.S. base in Afghanistan to the Chinese uh, was, uh, I believe, not unintentional. You say to the Chinese. To the um, Afghans, the Taliban. But you believe that China was involved. Yeah, absolutely. China has a gigantic scam going on in the world now under the Belt and Road Initiative. What they're doing is the same things David Rockefeller did in the 70s and 80s, when he lent money to countries that couldn't possibly be repaid, and the dictators pocketed the money. And then, he, uh, and then we spent 20 years dragging the world out of the debt trap and forcing forgiveness of those loans. Now China's going around to every dictator they can find and saying, you need a new airport. And the dictator says, no, I don't really. And he says, oh, yeah, you do. Here's $400 million to get a new airport. You do it as you wish. No audits or anything. And, of course, they put the money in the Swiss bank account. Then when the loan comes due, they can't pay it. And China accepts a lien on their rare earth minerals and their uranium. So they enhance their global monopoly of that. Biden has let that happen without the slightest bit of resistance while at the same time increasing our dependence on rare earth minerals through his green agenda. Uh, Is Trump talking about these things? Will he be talking about these things? Yes, yes. I spoke with him recently, every day, but specifically about looking at the other half of the quid pro quo, not what Biden got from China, but what China got from Biden. And it is just horrific. Well, it's destroying the world. It's destroying freedom on planet Earth. That's all. Um, it, it's, it's absolutely horrifying. You do think that some of those in Congress will impeach 
Biden. Yes. Uh, do you think this will happen soon? I just yeah. can't imagine why they haven't done it yet. It has to happen in the next two or three months. And I think the, the uh, indictment of Trump, the fourth indictment, will be all the stimulus they need. Uh, I think that it's going to happen. I think it will happen soon. What do you make of, of somebody like Kevin McCarthy saying he, he doesn't believe now is the time, which was r- fairly recently? Uh, is he gutless? Is he what? what I, I cannot I fathom how somebody could say such a thing. That I think Crispy made that statement before a lot of this evidence came out. Comer just recently released a lot of this stuff. And secondly, I believe he has to be pressured into it, and I think he will be. I think the American people will draw the conclusion that they must impeach Biden. So he's not a real leader, Kevin McCarthy? Well, he is, but he's got a tenuous majority, and he's got to deal with it. And he has to make sure he has the votes before he starts this. And I think this election will literally boil down to a president that's been indicted and a president that's been impeached. This is pretty dramatic stuff, Dick. We we didn't really see this coming, did we? I mean, this is hard. It's hard to believe. I did not see it coming. I did not believe that the Democratic Party, which I used to be a supporter of, could possibly descend to this level. And for what? We're not talking about the fundamental issues of life and death. We're speaking about ancillary issues like gun control and climate change and racial equity. And for that, they're willing to flush democracy down the toilet. Well, it obviously goes beyond that. There, there are, to my mind, spiritual roots to this. Uh, it's, it's very, very dark, spiritually dark. And I think that many Americans who would have thought of themselves as in the middle are, are seeing this, seeing it with the transgender madness and a lot of the things you've mentioned. We'll be right back, folks, talking to Dick Morris. You can find him at dickmorris.com. Folks, I want to say thank you to those of you who've given to Food for the Poor, uh, Food for the Poor uh, ministers to the poorest of the poor in this hemisphere. We have hurricane season coming up. They desperately need our help. If you haven't had a chance to do that yet, please go to metaxastalk.com and give your most generous gift. These people depend on it uh, to feed their kids uh, for many things that we've talked about. If you go to metaxastalk.com, you'll see all the information there when you click on the banner. You can also text your gift right now to uh, 91999. If you just text the word ERIC to 91999, it'll pop up. Text the word ERIC to 91999. Or you can call 844-863-HOPE, 844-863-HOPE. Uh, we really depend on your gift. Uh, this is important. Food for the poor are heroes, but they can't do it without you. Again, metaxastalk.com is the website. Please make a note to, to do that because we just desperately need your help. I'm talking to my friend Dick Morris. We're talking about some horrible things happening in America. I have hope that God will carry us through this, that he's not done with this country. But Dick, it is extraordinary to see the lengths uh, that Biden and company 
would go to. They seem willing to burn down the country and to destroy freedom just to line their pockets, just so that they can have a couple of years uh, on a yacht someplace. It's hard to believe. I mean, they make Benedict Arnold look like a magnanimous patriot. Well, it's, I've been thinking about that. Uh, bribery and corruption is a slope. Uh, first, you take the bribes more and more and more. Then you become dependent on the money, and you need more bribes. Bear in mind, Biden could never make a living uh, in, except before he became president, uh, vice president, really. His big year was 2017. He left the vice presidency in 2016 and was elected president in 2020. And 2017 was the only year he made a lot of money. And those were basically, those were all bribes, $15 million in one year. So first you take the money, then you become dependent on it. Then the guy that's paying you off blackmails you because he owns you. He can do whatever, you have to do whatever he wants. And China, I think, is in that position. And uh, I think that they are playing Joe Biden uh, to get what they want. We haven't touched on all kinds of things. The military base in Cuba, the uh, fact that Biden has cut 13 ships from our Navy, uh, bringing us well below what China has, uh, that China has moved up in the space race and is, uh, is uh, becoming competitive with the United States. Uh, the fact that uh, China's, China, China's whole approach to uh, commercial growth was to entice American companies to come to China, require them to put a Chinese person on their board with 51% voting power, and then turn over all their technology to the Chinese government. And Biden didn't, doesn't stop that. He could issue an executive order. He could tax that. He could do all kinds of stuff. Let me put this in another perspective, Eric. There are three countries in the world that have made it out of poverty uh, since World War II. Germany, which made it out because of the Marshall Plan. Japan, that made it out because of their own skill and entrepreneurship in miniaturization and electronics. And China, which made it out through bribery. China was first... Uh, attempted democracy in the 20s. They, in the war, they lost their democracy and became Chiang Kai-shek's dictatorship. Then they became communist. Then under Deng, they opened the markets to the rest of the world. But they didn't have a market. They didn't have a place to sell their products. So they bribed Bill Clinton to get into the World Trade Organization. The campaign contributions from China in, in 1990 six that I spent <laughs> were, I didn't know they were ordering up for Chinese food, but that constituted a bribe to get into the World Trade Organization. When they got into the WTO, their exports to the United States rose from $35 billion to $360 billion in one year, two years. Now what they're trying to do is to really cement their position of global leadership by buying Biden. Their, their M.O., is to bribe the president of the United States. They did it with Clinton. They're doing it now with Biden. Um, when when uh, Clinton did that, uh, I think he had a lot of help from the Republicans. Yes. In other words, there's no question that the p- people who made an idol of the free market thought, aha, if we help China yep. uh, to, you know, to be part of the, the free market, uh, you know, they'll all... 
start wearing tricorn hats and carrying muskets and shouting, yeah. you know, well, we, we love liberty. The musket parts were right. <laughs> yeah. Well, but I mean, in all seriousness, that, that the naivete on the part of the conservatives uh, who are big free market people, they thought, oh, for sure, that's the key. Uh, and so it wasn't just Clinton. No, no, it was Republican initiatives. The other, the other naivety was the American companies that moved to China. They thought that they were accessing 1.3 billion consumers. The fact is that nobody in China has enough buying power uh, to be a viable method. The Chinese sustain their economy only through exports. Right. And the illusion was that when they moved to China, what they got was a devalued currency that would help them and export subsidies, not access to a new market. Um, we'll be right back. We're talking to Dick Morris. I want to remind you folks, we really need your help with Food for the Poor. Please go to metaxastalk.com. Give whatever you can give. Uh, this is important. People depend on it. You can also uh, text ERIC to 91999. Text ERIC to 91999. Or call 844-863-HOPE. 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 Talking to Dick Morris, you can find him and should find him at dickmorris.com. Dick, um, this is disturbing stuff. Nonetheless, Trump seems genuinely upbeat. Uh, he's an amazing man, I have to say, to see someone not wilt uh, under these withering attacks. It's, it's almost superhuman that he seems to be created by God to fight and that he thrives in the battle in a way that I, I, I've simply never seen anything like it. That's a great way to phrase it. He was created by God to fight. And uh, Trump is a warrior. And he develops his strength and his sustenance from battle and from combat. And uh, when he unleashes the vitriol on a member of his cabinet, it's not so cool. But when he does it on the prosecutors in China, it's pretty good. I was in a restaurant the other day, and a guy there told me, if we lose this election, we'll never get the ball back. And I think that is so true. And let me explain what would happen if we lost this election. Washington, D.C., and Puerto Rico probably would be admitted to the Union of States, and we would never win the Senate again. The, uh, the Justice Department would be – they're not stopping. They're, they're going to continue indicting and imprisoning people from our side. And uh, it's going to be the most horrific mass prosecution, persecution, since the McCarthy era. And just like McCarthy went through every single liberal Democrat he could find, whether they were movie producers, newspaper editors, or politicians, and he smeared, he didn't indict them all because he couldn't, but he smeared them and ended their careers. Look at the movie Oppenheimer to understand how deep that went. And we're going to be facing a McCarthy era in reverse, run by the Liberal Democratic Party. And their goal will be to expunge the entire process of conservative thinking. Uh, you take this Bud Light 
deal where they put this uh, trans, transgender guy on the cans and all that, and we boycotted it. Those boycotts will be illegal. Nobody's going to be able to do them. Uh, the idea of consumer choice is going to be illegal. The idea of parental involvement in education will be illegal. It'll be seen as, as usurping uh, the, the power of the state. And you're going to see a massive, massive crackdown on any right thinking going on in the country. I don't, I don't know how a boycott could be illegal since you, you, nobody can force you to buy a particular brand of beer. It can be. Secondary boycotts are illegal now. In other words, under the labor law, if I don't like you and I don't buy your product, that's okay. But if I tell my friend not to buy your product, that's illegal. That's called a secondary boycott. And it was a tactic that the labor unions used in the 30s and the Republicans made illegal. What we obviously need, uh, first and foremost, is a revival of uh, – faith in the God of the Bible in this country. That, to me, is the beginning. And then we need uh, to return to a love of liberty and to the, to the vision of the founders. We have drifted so far from that. Um, I wrote a book uh, a few years ago called um, If You Can Keep It. Uh, and it's about the beauty of, of what the founders gave us, this this utterly unique, unprecedented thing, self-government that the world had never seen before. And for, you know, two uh, plus centuries, we were passing on that idea as a beautiful idea, as something worth fighting for and keeping, and we did fight for for it and and kept it. And we've drifted away from that so significantly in the last decades that many people aren't aware of, of, of the horror of what's happening. To them, it's just the new normal. Um, I'm not sure exactly how that's going to happen. I do believe that uh, God has to have a hand in it, that without God's intervention, we are effectively hopeless uh, in, in America. But I think you know, God calls us to, to fight on in the battle, not to give up. And I think there are many people who don't have, I mean, when we talk about members of Congress, there are many members of Congress, certainly members of the Senate, who they don't seem to care. They don't seem to be moved to fight for their country, to fight for what is right, to fight for the generations that are not going to have what we've all had. That, that to me, is the, the, the question is whether these horrors will wake up more people to fight. Well, they will. But <clears throat> let's look at the history of God's intervention in our, in our planet. Uh, he did not stop the Holocaust. Uh, he uh, permitted the U.S. to win. And that ended the Holocaust, but after roughly 15 million people died, 6 million Jews and 9 million others. Now, the ultimate effect of the Holocaust was, I think, to eliminate colonialism and make racism unfashionable in the world. I think that colonialism died in those ovens. And I think that socially acceptable racism died there, too. And I think that the civil rights movement stemmed from the Holocaust. I think that the anti-colonial movement stemmed from it. So it had an ultimately positive effect. But look at what we had to go through to get there. And I'm not sure that this journey is going to be any less long or any less perilous. And what my faith in God does tell me is it will ultimately be successful. But as John Maynard Keynes said, people have to eat in the short run, too. Well, that's the that's the the question, of course, is uh, what what is it going to take? And you know, I was just uh, 
reading this morning, uh, I think in Nehemiah, um, just ab- ab- about the you know the storm and drong of God's story with His people and how He allows them to stray and then He calls them back and 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 in a, in a way um, in this country God allows not just in this country you mentioned the Holocaust but God allows evil but ultimately the idea would be that it would wake people up to do the right thing that it wouldn't be meaningless but, but that it would have. A, a redemption on the other side of it, and the that's Holocaust did. Kind of, well, yes, but I mean, it took and it's it, damn time. It, that, well, that's <laughs> that's the point. It's a, it's a, it's a nightmare of evil, and I think what we're seeing now, you know, uh, people need to understand we're in a war. It's an ideological war. It's a spiritual war. Um, we'll be right back with Dick Morris, folks. Before uh, we go, I want to remind you: we need your help. Please go to metaxastalk.com. Food for the poor is a magnificent organization helping the poorest of the poor in our hemisphere. They need your help. This campaign is just this month, uh, and we're uh, quite a ways behind our goal. Please go to metaxastalk.com. If you prefer, you can text the word ERIC to 91999. Again, that's text the word ERIC to 91999, or simply dial 844-863-HOPE. 844-863-HOPE. Folks, in hour two, we have someone who will not give his real name. He calls himself Raw Egg Nationalist. Not making that up. Uh, very fun conversation with him. But right now, we have the joy of another segment with Dick Morris. Dick, uh, where do we go? The deep state. We could talk about that. Yeah, well, I think that we have to understand that the tyranny we're seeing exposed, like the like a rock that's exposed on a ledge, uh, and no longer covered with soothing grass, but you see the rock. We're seeing here the the tyranny of the deep state, and it extends throughout our entire system. Uh, the tyranny of the deep state means that we keep eating food sprayed with pesticides that kill us. It means that our cattle get injected with hormones, not to immunize them, but to make them fatter and cheaper. Uh, which makes hormones, which makes antibodies increasingly ineffective. I didn't mean hormones, I meant antibodies. It means that big tech becomes an instrument of censorship and that the marvelous means of communication that the Internet created becomes a tool of totalitarian rule. It means that drug companies do not tell us the truth and they lie to us massively as they did during the COVID epidemic. Nobody told us that this vaccine would have a limited life, that you'd have to get more and more booster shots, and that with each booster shot, your chances of having adverse effects dramatically increased. And when they did tell us that children couldn't get it, and there was basically disease of old people, and the correct approach would have been to take care of old people, but uh, in some ways quarantine them and keep it out from the working population, uh, they got shouted down, and they uh, and we they permitted our schools to close for two years, doing unimaginable damage to the education of our children. The deep state 
uh, is a is a very real phenomenon that is ultimately taking over our country. And what you're watching here is not a partisan Republican, a partisan Democratic attempt to stop Trump from being elected. It's the efforts of the deep state to keep itself alive. And they, those are the, these are the lengths they're willing to go to. Well, uh, they also know Trump is their worst enemy. He's their only real enemy. Uh, and he inadvertently exposed them because he triggered them into behaviors that uh, made us all see that they were there and what they were doing. And so now he is alive to their uh, evil and and sees himself as a principal figure in, in fighting against them. Uh, I know General Flynn uh, would likely be a part of that. And so he really is uh, everything that sta- – he's, he's the only thing that stands between us and – the total tyranny of the deep state on a kind of Chinese model. It's, it's hard to imagine that we've arrived at this point in history. Yes. And when we look at the political disruption of the indictments, and as I think the potential imprisonment, we're simply seeing the, the fangs of the deep state no longer concealed. Well, that, that's about it. And th- I think we've both been saying that that's a good thing because there are many people who are waking up to what we're dealing with, who had been asleep. Uh, I just want to close by saying God bless Donald Trump. Uh, I think he sent us to to weather this storm and to lead this fight. Uh, I believe he's divinely inspired. I believe that you, no other human being that I know of could have put up with this, could resist this, could stand this tall. And God equipped him for that by giving him a successful career in business and, uh, and giving him that magnificent self-confidence and self-assurance that he takes into this. Uh, I second that. God bless Donald Trump. God bless America. Dick Morris, God bless you. Thank you for your time. Thank you, Eddie.